Hello and hi, welcome to the Halloween special. This Halloween special will be pretty cool, I hope. And if not, oh well, you got another goddamn show. Cue the motherfucking music. Yeah, shouts out to Kane is dead, you know what I'm saying? This motherfucker walking up to old ladies, crotch chopping. I'm telling him to suck his motherfucking dick. He don't give a fuck. Daniel Gama, we about to show up on your fucking front porch and shit with bow ties wrapped on our dicks for Christmas. About to fuck your bitch, fuck your grandma, fuck your mom. We're about to mosh pin her pussy, bitch. Yeah, got his dick sucked by a bitch who been a wreck sick. Wasn't trying to fuck a pussy shank like a set dick. Kane is dead, Kane is dead, motherfucker. Kane is dead, Kane is dead, motherfucker. Got his dick sucked by a bitch who been a wreck sick. Wasn't trying to fuck a pussy stank like a set dick. Or I'ma show up Christmas Eve and eat your mama ass Joey in the leather, licking on the dirty feet Watching Joker on the TV while he beat his meat Nothing more or less than a sick son of a bitch This is such a granny pussy all the way to the wrist Marsh picking to the sound of stirring macaroni Walk inside your house, make it tell your brother blow it Got his dick sucked by a bitch who in a wreck sick Wasn't trying to fuck a pussy stank like a septic Can't his dick, can't his dead motherfucker
Hello and hi, welcome to the third annual Halloween special. This year I'm going to be talking about some old school memories, specifically the most memorable Halloween I've ever had, which I think I talked about in the first episode, but I couldn't, I could be wrong. Then again, you know, if you smoked as much rock as I did about four or five years ago, you'd be lucky if you have memory at all. <laughs> I'm not too proud to admit it, but hey, we all have our vices. Secondly, got a lot of cool music to play. I'm going to review, I'm going to do a fucking review of Yum Yum Bedlam. I, I got the digital copy so far, and yeah, so far, well, we'll get to that when we get to that. Also going to be talking about Faces of Death, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, you know, because that's like, that's like, I don't know why, but that's like my Halloween movie. Don't, don't ask me why, I don't even know either. Uh, along with some other cool stuff along the way, tell some scary stories, I guess, you know, shit like that. Talk about some hauntings. But then we're going to talk about the real monster of it all. That is right. The human experience. See, right now I got some fuckface parked across the street in a silver... Oh, fuck him. I'm going to put him on blast. A silver Chrysler. Looks like a 300. It's got... It turns out it was actually somebody waiting for somebody else. Go and figure, ah, but you know what, it's the holidays, I don't want anybody fucking anything up for anybody, you know what I'm saying? So therefore, I will not have no fuckface putting no kids at danger, just because we don't know their intent. You know what I'm saying? So with that said, fuck off to anyone who's trying to hurt these kids. And fuck off to anyone who's trying to ruin Halloween. Because, because, well, you did not know. Not but they, yeah, there's some shit going down, you know what I'm saying? And kind of have to like think about it and really remember shit as it happened because you gotta remember this world sucks it's only gonna get worse we gotta enjoy what we got while we got it because without this well let's just say we don't got a whole lot fuck it what's been up man me not a whole lot uh, recently, uh, also in Juggalo-related news, <clears throat> this is more personal rather than whatever, I got some homies that went down to Detroit, you know what I mean, uh, Halloween is going to happen in a couple hours, I believe, uh, next year I'm looking forward to going, this year I couldn't make it, i never been to Halloween to be honest with y'all, never have, not even once. I thought I'd be there like in 2006, 2007. Turns out I wasn't there. <laughs> now, why is that? Well, mostly due to the fact that I don't really have a, I don't really have a lot of cash. And plus I like to spend Halloween with the family. But at the same time, I'm not a hundred percent. What's the word I'm looking for? Not 100%, I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? Not 100%, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. So, yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm rambling a little bit, it's just I'm trying to, you know, get my composure. I was supposed to try to start recording this last night, but I didn't because I got drunk. And I'm going to be drunk later, so I figure I try to record it as much as I can before midnight, my time. 
And if you're on the East Coast, obviously, that's 9 o'clock your time. All right. So, let's see. I also got a pink t-shirt of the Mighty Death Pop. Yeah, that's right. Bright fucking pink Mighty Death Pop. Oh, yeah. Also, I've been, re- I've been doing a lot of, like, research on... Not necessarily new wave stuff. This is actually more old school, old in tune. It's not that vegan fuck shit. You know what I'm saying? It's this is more along the lines of like traditionalist slash whatever you assholes are against. It's like you know how the vegan fuck faces are all. I don't eat It's bad for you. I and the vegetarian cunt rigs at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, dig. I was doing a little bit of research. Through one person, carnivorous, I think that's what he goes by. He was basically saying that we need sunlight. We need to embrace the sun. And the best way to embrace the sun is by laying, laying on your back and spreading your butthole. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I don't have a place where I have a lot of privacy. So I, that's pretty much out of the question. However, he says that you can stand outside and still absorb the sunlight, which I'm doing right now. Now it hurts. Sure, I don't even remember what the sun is, but you can actually—it's weird because you can actually after reading it, or maybe it's just you know mind over matter or whatever. But you could actually feel it having an effect on the skin. It's not just burning; you can actually feel like it's—it's uh, a little more fine-tuned than that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not burning like oh god melanoma shit. No, this is actually like a a burning like. I don't know. It's like invigorating, I guess. <clears throat> Normally, this is when I start recording because, well, I, for me personally, it's a good time. But at the same time, I don't know. I'm trying to get everything knocked out as fast as possible. That does not mean that the episode is not going to be long either. Most of my holiday specials are long anyways, so this should be no surprise. All right, let's see what else. Um, Halloween this year. Oh, okay, I get this. All right. So, you guys know I've been trying to fuck off and trying to tell the goddamn tribe to go fuck themselves so many times. And much to my success, I've been able to. You know what I'm saying? But what they did, what they did recently is even way unforgivable. Way unforgivable. So, they basically said, blah, blah, blah. We know Halloween's on its way. And we understand that you people love, do, celebrate. And da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Cool. Right? Or fear me, as we say. Not we, but you know. I hear a lot of S.A. say that. Fear me. Fear me. Like, fear, like, uh, solid, basically. <laughs> solid. Dig. You know what I'm saying? Nah, but they dig. Anyway. So, what the tribe is doing is... Trying to tell people, don't go trick-or-treating. Why? Well, because, you know, COVID-19. Now, of course, they're going to be throwing the bullshit-ass COVID-19 narrative out there as what they're prone to do. And you fuckheads, most of you fall fall for it. But then you tell me, I'm not talking to my audience. (laughs) Because I love y'all. You guys know that, right? We on some... We on some even playing field, right? You dig? You dig, player? But dig. Yeah, but for real, like, they're using this bullshit as their narrative, so therefore they're going to try to keep on pushing and shit. 
for people to get this bullshit vaccine. And I'm sorry, I just don't believe in it. Da, 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 da. The fact that they're opening lotteries is making me nervous, man. You know what I'm saying? But dig, anyways. We were, uh, anyway, I was informed and I got a copy of the newsletter sent to me by my brother. Because he's the one that keeps in touch with all this stupidity. Yeah, so we got that bullshit going down. Anyway, anyway, narrative goes as this. So basically, they're like, okay, you know, you we know it's Halloween, but we know the COVID-19 isn't gone away. Okay, that's his facts, I guess. You know what I mean? I'll give them that at least. But they're also saying, you know, you can actually, you know, uh, do other things. Like watch horror movies all night. Or buy the candy, sack it yourself, and then give it to your kids. Tell them that you pretty much bought all the... You went trick-or-treating for them. Eliminating what it's really about. Right? Then there's also that other bullshit in there. You know, this whole other thing. The thing... See, that's already bad enough that they're doing this whole commie bullshit that... Don't go trick-or-treating because, you know, it's bad for you. You know what I mean? It's not just don't go trick-or-treating because it's bad for you. It's more in terms of, like, don't go... Period. At all. Even if you're an adult and you're going to an adult party, doing adult things, drinking adult beverages, eating adult candies, possibly edibles. But you know what I'm saying? Even that is looked down upon by these idiots because now the narrative goes as follows. And it goes as follows as this. Yeah, we can't do that. You're not supposed to do that. We don't want you to do that. Hell, we we don't even suggest we don't want you to do it. Because... You're putting your and then here comes the hoe. You're putting yourself at risk and all this other fucking fuck shit. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, the point is, because <laughs> I've rambled on enough angrily. The point is, is that at the end of the thing, they're actually telling all the kids and all the parents and everyone else involved in the tribal affiliations that they will give us peep game, man. This is they're gonna break the bank with this one, dude. Seriously. A $25 gift card to, well, we don't know yet, but it's $25 worth. I'm like, what if, what if, you know, the thing is, I don't get it. It's like, what if it's like a gift card for like some shit you don't use, like Olive Garden? You know what I'm saying? Go to Olive Garden, get the all-you-can-eat breadsticks. Is that what they serve there? I don't know. I never, I never eaten there. I hate that place. It's like, I don't know. It, it just makes me laugh because I know I know a lot of Italians throughout my life and I remember they say they have two narratives they're like either you're authentic Italian or you're fucking Olive Garden Italian or Italian or Italian whatever you want to call it right you know what I'm saying anyways so yeah we got that going down anyway so yeah they're gonna give you 25 bucks for not trick-or-treating plus another 25 bucks for the kids per kid you have now i always said that i'm not gonna get the vaccine unless they give me if they front me at least ten thousand dollars believe that that's not asking a whole lot of money it's just enough for me to actually get caught up on a lot of fucking things so take that into consideration tribal fuck faces you guys want me to get your fucking vaccine and the cdc and all these other cunt rags you guys want me to get your fucking vaccine give me ten thousand dollars up front and i will do it without caution yeah fucking right man i'm not gonna sell myself out for nothing you know what i'm saying it's like 
See, the thing is, I laugh and joke about that shit about the 25 bucks. Problem is, there's actually going to be people in the tribe that are actually going to comply with this shit. You know what I'm saying? Why? Because they're so desperate for money. Why? Because they'll sell their souls for money. Why? Because they got nothing going for them. Why? Because they are cheap. Why? Because they never blah, blah, blah. Why? Because... It's like that one movie or show of, uh, No, it's like what George Carlin said a long time ago This country was bought, sold, and paid for a long time ago And it's true This country was bought, sold, and paid for a long time ago And the fact that I could walk up Let's say that I was a fucking millionaire, right? And I walk up to two men And I tell them Alright, I'll give you both $5,000 each if you make out and jerk each other off Right here? Yeah, right here Do it right now And uh, even if you have softies I want to see some jerk action They'll do it Because people are fucking People will prostitute, prostitute themselves for less You know what I'm saying? Which is You know, I gotta Like, I hate, you know Talking about money and shit like that Because it's, I think it's retarded and boring But it just makes me laugh That we live in a day and age Where, you know Men are going out of their way paying for pictures of uh, feet. You know, it just makes me laugh, really. I've been guilty of it. I'm not going to lie. You know what I mean? Sometimes the fetish is too hard. Sometimes I just want to, you know, have a personal picture. (laughs) Um, You know, feet are the new tits. You guys know this already, though, right? It's like, yeah, I can jerk off on your tits and suck your titties, but your feet are, like, gonna do me better. And women laugh about it, but, I, but you know, the funniest thing is I've been with enough women that enjoyed it more than probably I did, you know what I'm saying? Like, I enjoy giving them the oral pleasure of the foot and mouth. Although, yeah, their foot and my mouth. They seem to enjoy it a lot more So man, Go figure <laughs> In other news uh, Let's see No Halloween shows As far as I'm concerned Nobody's playing Any fucking metal Or bitch ass punk rock But I know people having parties Outside of Guad So There's gonna be people Doing their thing Last night I saw One of the cringiest things though. See This woman Blah 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 She thinks she's cute And she has this fuckboy boyfriend That's basically a mute And he just follows her around And shit right Well anyway Last night I saw their Halloween costume It was like the cringiest of cringe You know what I'm saying There were Harley Quinn and Joker But there were Suicide Squad Harley Quinn and Joker It was just gross to look at Honestly And I'm like Ugh Ugh Can't you be more original But no They won't be more original Because they suck you know what I'm saying? Now, I'm not going to put anybody on blast, but let's just say if the shoe fits, well, need not need I not say more. But they go. So tonight I'm going to probably just paint my face up like Violent J, like I always do. That's pretty much been my go-to for the last couple of years. Once I learned to master the paint, which some of y'all might be saying, Joey, it's not even that hard. But I'm like, yeah, but I'm, I'm fucking stupid. And because of my previous addiction to pills and whatever... 
I get the shakes in my hands a lot. So if you ever see me and my hands are shaking, it's not because I'm going through alcohol withdrawal or I have like the Parkinson's. It's because I guess I have nerve damage or something from all the crack and the pills I popped. And basically it just fucked me up for good. So when I basically when I'm doing the details on the on the black paint on the the violent J paint. Uh, see, because on the, when I do the white, it, it's no issue. You know what I mean? Just spread it evenly. But when I start doing the, you know, the, you know what I mean? I, I have to hold my wrist with my other hand and then paint myself like that. It seems very tedious, but in all honesty, I gotten used to it. So, and because that now the shakes are a lot less, you know, harsh. Where is it? Why well Alright, but sorry I, I got interrupted for a second. I really apologize for that one. But anyways, what was I going on about? Yeah, so now the shakes aren't so bad. It's just that um I don't know. Anyway, so I just pinned my face up like Violent J and yeah. <clears throat> Go from there and see what happens. I don't know if I'm going to be walking down the Tweaker Canal tonight because there's just so much, you know, I mean, I, I don't know, man. It's not like the cops are harassing us out here. Thank you, Valerie. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm sorry, the mayor. I didn't say her name today. <laughs> but, you know, it's not like, you know, we fucking, I don't know, man. It's not like we fucking, you know, do whatever. You know? I don't know, man. I really don't know, but I know all I know is that the, the last year the narrative was the fact that the cops were killing people and the people are killing cops and the cops are beating down kids or whatever the fuck they're doing. People weren't happy about the shit. I understand. People started rioting. Da 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 da. It don't matter because it's fucking bullshit. It's all race driven and all this other bullshit. But that's besides the fucking point because motherfuckers are straight up going to be flipping the narrative. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is this, motherfuckers. It, it's one thing to say, tell the police force to fuck off. It's another thing to defund the police and only hire two on-duty cops at all times. So, you tell me who's more fucked up, us or her. You know what I'm saying? We don't fucking need her. She can go fuck herself straight up. But that's uh, that's just me. See, I gotta edit something out. My cousin just drove past us. <laughs> but anyways... Where's a good one? There he goes. Nah, I feel really bad for him. Anyways, let's see what else. Anything else? Uh, the Harkins Theater near us, near where I live at, they had this thing going down where every Friday for the month of October, they were playing a new horror movie. At first, they played The Exorcist. Then afterwards, they played... I think it was Carrie, and then I forgot after that. And then after that, there was uh, what do you call that ship? Um, I think tonight and, and well, all weekend they've been showing the Halloween movies, which I've never been a fan of. It's funny though because I always play a remix version of that for this episode in particular. That's why after you heard the Kane is Dead theme song, you heard the Halloween ship playing as well. It's just a weird tradition thing I have, and I don't know. It's just, I just, I feel like it sets everything off. It sets the mood and all this other shit. So, with that said, uh, yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, no 
actually yeah yeah i forgot to say uh halloween releases you know apart from you know well yum yum bedlam there's been a couple other things but i haven't really been you know keeping up with a lot lately i mean there's been a lot on as they say uh there's been a lot on my plate and yeah so basically that's why basically this segment is more rambly than anything usually i have something to talk about which i did in a sense but you know right now i'm just eating up time but uh, i gotta really you know get my priorities straight at least from after this part we got plenty to talk about so with that said i think this calls for a fan favorite All right, this week's fuck-offs go out to two specific groups of people. The first one being the fucking idiots. Uh, ordinary fucking people. Honestly, I hate y'all. Fuck y'all, you know what I'm saying? Now, if you're like me and, and, and people like me, you know we're scrubs, we're poor, we're all kinds of shit. None of that silver spoon bullshit, you know what I'm saying? But when it comes down to Halloween, we appreciate it. And some of it, sometimes we go all out, we do our thing, you know what I'm saying? costume whether it's a costume whether it's face paint whether it's uh you know anything to be honest with y'all you know what i'm saying it's like the thing is that's our thing it's ours fuck them like violent j said you know fuck them you know what i mean they don't fucking count ordinary fucking people coming up to me all retarded and shit talking about oh well isn't it nice to be like someone different for halloween I go, oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah, go fuck yourself, man. Seriously, you're ordinary. You're normal. You suck so much dick that semen is just seeping out of your ears and you think it's an ear infection. Fuck you. Straight up. It, it This goes out to anyone who's normal these days. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like not a lot of us are fucking, you know what I mean? But a lot of y'all blend into the narrative and the funniest thing is a lot of what you fuck faces normalize now is what we did way back in the day but back then we were weirdos we were creeps we were queers we were faggots we were all that kind of disgusting shit all the fucking words you fuck faces are offended by now nerds and you guys made everything fucking chic you know what i'm saying goth went from fucking badassery to chic nerds chic fucking juggalos even to a cent in a sense got commercialized by a fucking not 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 us not the true blue juggalos you know like us i'm talking about the straight fuck faces out there that are you know all like oh yeah well i guess it's safe to say whoop whoop fuck you straight up dude you don't know what you don't fucking get it you see you won't get it we, and, and and just like Fidel Castro I know it's a horrible comparison But remember what Fidel Castro said on fucking Scarface We don't want them We don't need them That's the way I feel about normal fucking people You know all you fucking purple haired You know wannabe goth Punk rock rejects That think you're Part of the, the solution When in fact you're the goddamn problem Seriously And don't even try to rep juggalo shit If you're gonna be fucking making faces And talking out of your ass You know what I'm saying don't be like, oh yeah, my favorite ICP song is The Dating Game. I hate to sound like a fucking elitist, but it's fucking true. Don't be talking about heavy metal if you only know one fucking band. You know what I'm saying? And not even a good one at that. You fuckheads always listen to shit like, I don't know, what's crap metal? 
five finger death punch and you guys say this is amazing five finger death punch is about as impressive as their fucking name all right matter of fact five finger death punch is like it's like that stepdad that wants to be cool but nobody likes him but he still hangs around because he thinks he's cool with everyone and nobody likes his ass or they're like would you fuck off dude seriously but dig so that's the first fuck off Actually, no, I'm going to keep going in on you motherfuckers. See, another thing that you fuckfaces do is, like, you guys see the shit that, you know, we do, the cool, the reals, you know what I mean? The real motherfuckers. You see the shit that we do, and you always want to comment it and try to be, you know, cute about it or whatever. That's another thing, too. You guys are so fucking uppity. It's, like, it's so retarded. I remember walking into the store once, right? And... This motherfucker is all like, do you like these are the same type of people that want everyone to like them and think they're cool, but these are the same motherfuckers that need directions walking through a front door. That's the kind of shit I'm talking about. Motherfucker straight up like, um, am I blind? But did do you see the six pack of Bud Light? I go, yeah, it's right there. Huh? It looks like they only have cans. I need the bottles. Bottles are right there. I don't see him. I don't see him. There was like a little sticker just blocking that, just barely blocking that little obscure. It was like not even that much obscured. Oh, I see him. Oh, oh, shut the fuck up, you normal fuckface. Go fucking have another martini and die. Seriously. Matter of fact, go circle jerk. Go circle jerk yourself and uh, with a bunch of cactus. I don't even know what I mean by that. Go, uh, go. Uh, let's see. Go, um, I don't know. Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, like, the, that's funny because I, I made it, I'm, it's not really an effort, but I made it a point to um, make these episodes way more offensive than they need to be. And I really can't think of anything right now. <laughs> All right, go forth, feed yourself uh, your own shit and tell me how good Frappuccino tastes when it's recycled. There we go. See? <laughs> Or go watch Faces of Death and tell people how you think it's real. Go watch the Blair Witch. Go watch the Blair Witch Project and tell everybody how you know it's real. <laughs> tell everybody how you had a cousin that worked for Nintendo. Go tell everybody you have an uncle that works for a brewery. Go tell everyone. Yeah, that they're. Go tell everyone that nobody has a solution except you. Please, go ahead. Be my guest. Because in all honesty, you're probably you're you're way worse than anyone. And the fucked up thing is you guys fuck everything up. Y'all remember the craft? Alright, yeah, you guys remember the craft. I love the movie The Craft. And the thing is I remember even as a kid, now I know you fuck faces with your stupid fucking agendas and all this other bullshit. You guys are gonna misinterpret what I say as being fucking that I'm trans or whatever the fuck you assholes seem to be obsessing with over now. But with that said, I always kind of looked up to uh, Bonnie <laughs> of that crew. Nancy was cool, but I like Bonnie more because, well, because Bonnie had the scars similar to mine. Although she was, she had a bunch of scars. I had, you know, my birthmark shit. And problem is, is that she, you could, you could hear her talking about it, how it affected her life so much throughout all those years and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I used to identify with her not in a sexual way I guess more in terms of like uh, 
I feel your pain, baby girl. I know you're just a movie character, but still, you, you know, you don't need anyone telling you that you're ugly. Because I've been told that all my life. You know what I'm saying? Now I have low self-esteem and people are trying to figure out why I hate myself so fucking much. Or why I hate love. Or why I hate everything. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, but dig. Yeah. So, in short, y'all normal fuck faces. Uh, go fuck yourself. Fuck off. You know what I mean? And I'm going to take it back. You know why? Because we are the weirdos, mister. Alright, cool. So, second fuck off goes to Stir you up. Seriously, this is gonna be... This is an easy one. The tribe. Y'all really need to fuck yourself with that bullshit, man. That Hitler-ass shit that you guys are doing. Stop that shit, dude. Because, well... Honestly... This is fucked up. You guys are gonna be all full commie bastard with this shit. Uh-uh. And the people need to wake the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? I know, I know y'all are uppity nowadays. You guys want to comply. Fuck that. You're, uh, uh, I'm not going to be bought for 125 bucks, possibly 150, 170 bucks, whatever. I'm not going to be compromised at all for them to be fucking happy, for them to have the fucking numbers that they want. They want to be talking their shit about how the tribe is ignorant and all this other bullshit. Yeah, that's a fucking fun word to say, isn't it? Ignorant, ignorant, ignorant. Yeah, well, we can't do this. Why? Because they're being ignorant. Oh, yeah. Ignorant, ignorant, ignorant. Ignorant my fucking dick, okay? And yes, my dick is fucking ignorant because he's blind. And anytime the motherfucker, you know what I mean? How can I be mad when the motherfucker's already standing up? He's happy. You know what I'm saying? At the most inopportune times. So he's an ignorant fuckface, and he's blind, so fuck him. But dig, yeah, you want your fucking commie bullshit, you're going to have to do it by force, motherfuckers. And I'm not going to be, I'm not going to doubt it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to doubt it. Motherfuckers already trying to get the kids vaccinated, saying, under 11, you're okay. Why are you trying to push the narrative so hard, fuckass? Is it because Big Papa Fauci lied to everyone and said it's safe, but, you know, the Native Americans need to worry about it more than anyone. Right, okay. Doesn't that bother you assholes at all when they just subcategorize us as that? Oh, but believe that. That's that's okay. Because at least they changed the Washington Redskins football team name. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Change a football team's name because that was hurting all our feelings. That <laughs> I know that's not them, but fuck, fuck them too. You know, if they weren't, what are they, they going to be called? The Guardians? The Guardians of what? White liberal fuckfaces? <laughs> woke white liberal fuckfaces? Isn't that what you guys like to call yourselves? Woke. I'm woke. I ain't woke, bitch. I'm in a fucking coma. <laughs> and, I, and I will remain so. Because, you know, you people are always talking about waking up, open your eyes, and all this other bullshit. But when the moment somebody starts criticizing the fucking virus, guess what? You're ignorant. You're ignorant. You don't know what you're talking about. Just get the damn jab already. Damn it. You're ruining it for everyone else. I've been hearing that. All my fucking life too. So don't give me that shit, you fuck ass. 
You can you straight up. I mean, if you don't, yeah, I'm not begging anybody to like me either. You know what I'm saying? So go ahead, fucking unfollow me, unfriend me, fucking tell everyone that I'm a piece of shit. Tell everyone that I'm a fucking, I don't know. Tell everyone that I'm, I'm the reason why the bombs dropped. I'm the reason why Native Americans are trying to be white. <laughs> Which I've heard before. It's funny, isn't that funny how the progressive fuck faces back in the day they used to criticize people like us because you know we like you know we happen to be a different complexion or whatever. And we also like to we also happen to like heavy metal and you know fucking I you know juggalo shit and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Funny back then we were sellouts for it. Now it's embraced. Yeah, no, I'm still not gonna be part of your fucking narrative. I'm sick of people, and I'm also sick of people trying to be my friend. You know what I'm saying? It's pathetic, really, when you think about it. Like, have you ever had anybody so desperate to be your friend that they have to make comments about everything and all that shit? You ever have that? I've had that a billion times. Like, at work, this guy wants to be my friend so bad because I have a bunch of shirts that have baphomets and shit on him. He tried to tell me, yeah, man, check out my shirt. And it's Blackcraft. I'm not even going to start to... First off, I don't even buy big name brand because, to me, Blackcraft is just fucking overpriced bullshit you know what i'm saying and secondly i bought my shit i usually buy my shirt from independent sellers minus merch now and other things that i do but it's just sad when people want to be your friend so bad i had another one just you could tell he used to be a crackhead this motherfucker used to walk he walks around everywhere with no shoes or socks so he's walking around barefoot in the middle of the fucking sun he's stupid you could tell he was a former crackhead because I don't know, for some reason, when white people are, uh, well, I mean, I guess this is a, this is a universal thing, but I noticed it more on the whites, when white people go from, uh, zero to 60, I guess, in terms of, uh, you know, the whole crackhead changing the appearance, all that shit, when I noticed that when white folks go through it, their faces basically cave in, and they turn a different shade, like, they go from, like, pure lily white to, like, sunburn orange, and they stay sunburned orange for like a good while. So with that said, yeah, this motherfucker wants to be my friend so bad. Notice as I have a couple of Slayer t-shirts and shit like that. And he wants to be my friend because of that. Yeah, no, you can go fuck yourself too. So anyways, so the fuck up goes to normal fucking people. And the tribe for their fucking commie bastard Hitler dick sucking ways. Um... I'm not going to comply with you fuckheads, either party, and uh, you can go fuck yourself if you don't like it, because that's all you're ever going to get out of me, I'll fuck off, now, it would not be Halloween if I didn't play this song, so with that said, I'm about to play you an oldie, but a very goodie, we're talking one, two, three, four, five. That's right, 2005. A golden era for the horrorcore. You know what I'm talking about, motherfuckers. That's right. We are gonna do it, and we're gonna play it. You guys might remember Cryptic. If not, you guys remember Cutthroat Music. If not, you remember Comatose. If not, you remember Mr. Ruckus. Well, put all that together, and let's take a trip back to 2005. Back to Nebraska. Back to Horrorcore at its golden era. Back to 
the days and nights that this kind of haunting shit just echoed on into the night and we consumed it by the handful we're talking about candy of course but beyond that gotta remember no matter how you feel about Halloween whether you like it or you hate it just remember there is no tears on Halloween Another sequel. So lock your doors, stay inside, cause she's not for the feeble. We're turning tables, racking fear with this holiday fable. So stay awake, cause on this night, the rock is just ain't stable. I might look playful, tricking for treats, craving them sugary sweets. Blood is flesh, I'm chomping as I'm lurking around your neighborhood streets. Wedding sheets is only one of the symptoms she'll sustain. And sheets get bloody when I'm ripping necks and tearing our brains. Sam Hay must pay his deal through all the bodies we stack up. The bloody ape when I wear him near through all the bodies I hack up. The feds they back up when I'm causing a ruckus at murder scene. Let up in that map up trying to figure out the ruckus scheme. Get away clean cause I'm begging evidence in my goodie sack. Smacking spleens across my jaws. Then watch you fake the black. Wipe your tears as they flow down your cheek. Wipe your tears as the dead starts to speak. Wipe your tears as they flow down your cheek. Halloween's come again, time for me to do my worst Time for the kids to be afraid of strangers on the 31st Time for me to sharpen the blade and give them a finish I got a rep and come right when it's time for a trigger, treat is diminished I'm not in this for the health of walking door to door I'm leaving bodies laying on cement, floor to floor More and more I gotta get my fill, comatose needs to kill You think of a old school arson cause I need to kill for thrills Spill blood is so much sweeter when it's from a trick-or-treater I'm not gonna shed a tear, but you shed blood Halloween Grim Reapers I'm the keeper of Sam Hain During a fall-time blood When there's no sorrow or remorse I'm leaving hooks, slain and slain You can't complain cause comatose gives no fucks Collecting body parts instead of candy corn We done clucks like a chicken strung upside down With a gash in your throat No tears from cryptic We leave the kids nailed to the oak Wipe your tears as they flow down your cheek. Wipe your tears as the dead start to speak. Wipe your tears as they flow down your cheek. Your tears as the dead start to speak. When it's 10:31, better grab the kids and run. Comatose and rocks are rolling the streets in the absence of the sun. The deed is done, we got the kitties in our grasp. It's only midnight, let's see how long the chase.
children laugh My streets are long, sharp, shiny and cold I'm leaving whiny trick-or-treaters covered in mold Our story's told once again, chapter 5 in the saga You thought they'd stop us by now, but they don't even bother Gotta find a group of teenage female candy go-getters And wear their heads around my neck like some iced out gold letters But one better, just skin them and wear their face a mask The flesh starts rotting, but the torment will forever last Until next year, when the fear draws near again Unlucky number six is creaming up and then the end begins Countless sins, chalk out lines, yellow tape of the scene It's all for Sam Hain, no tears on Halloween Wipe your tears as they flow down your cheek Wipe your tears as the dead start to speak Wipe your tears as they flow down your cheek Wipe your tears as the dead start to speak So, as tradition, I, although I didn't review it last year, I, I'm going to re- review it this year. Because usually I do this one written. So, therefore, I didn't have time to write it. <laughs> but anyways, here we go. Um, the movie up for the chopping block today is none other than the infamous Faces of Death. Released in 1970, whatever the fuck. Nah, I'm just kidding. Ah, excuse me, my face is a little itchy. Okay, anyway. Released in 1978. The original Faces of Death came to video stores alike and all that shit. Under the guys that were going to watch one of the most horrific, graphic, horrifying movies in existence. Documentary style. Experience the graphic reality of death close up, it says on the movie poster and on various t shirts you could find. You could do just about anything and it still won't match it. Honestly, it, the movie lives in infamy for many reasons, but let's just give a brief synopsis as to what the infamy is based on. Allegedly banned in, I don't know, 37 countries, something like that. I don't know. Band worldwide, we should say. We get an up-close and personal look at death at its finest. Whether it's people killing people, people killing animals, animals killing animals, fucking uh, slaughterhouses, suicides, mutilation, fires, water, electricity even. Everything and anything, it's all here. Now, if you watch the movie, you can see why it's controversial. 
specific controversies have risen from this. Back in 1985, two students were severely traumatized at the brutal depiction of death for their teacher, of all things, a math teacher, uh, watched it, <laughs> made them watch it with them. There was two girls, the family got 100 grand each, you know what I'm saying? Uh, well, not each, but you know, 100 grand all together. And the teacher wasn't fired. Other controversy. Well, I mean, there's many controversies with this fucking movie. You guys know this. But I remember reading about another one where this kid killed another kid with a baseball bat. I'm saying that he got the idea from watching Faces of Death. And as he's watching it, he gets the idea of, I wonder what it's like to kill somebody with my bare hands. Or in this case, a baseball bat. So you get to the, you get the reality of it. Anyway, throughout the film, we see it all. Like I said, you know, I already talked about what we see, but let's just get into a little bit of graphic detail. It opens up with open heart surgery. We see the heart beating like a motherfucker. After that, we see a morgue. After that, we see a creepy, mo- uh, what do you call that? Doctor Mortician type. The host, Francis B. Gross. Stupid fucking name, by the way. Uh, let's see. Um, after that, we get dog fighting. We get slaughterhouse footage. We see a woman cut a chicken's head off while Old McDonald is playing in the background. We get an in-depth look. In-depth. In-depth. I can't say it. Look at the workings of a slaughterhouse where they strap down these cows or whatever they are and hold them down mostly and to the effect of everything, grab a machete of sorts, stick it underneath the motherfucker's throat, pull it back and forth a couple of times. Whammo! Look at all that blood just rain out like a motherfucker. After that, we get, we see them being suspended in the air, see the fat get drained out of their bellies, all this other shit, and more. And I'm like, holy fuck, all that just to feed, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> then we get a uh, African tribe. Uh, I forgot exactly who they were. I know I've seen them before, though. They're the ones with the red dreads and the red dresses. Not 100% sure what they were called, but I remember them. The motherfuckers show how they do their cow stuff. You know what I mean by that. Oh, yeah. Shoot them in the neck with an arrow, then drain it of its blood. Nothing fancy. Nothing horrible either. I mean, nothing, nothing tame either. This motherfucker got a lot of blood, whole lot of blood. I mean, we're talking about rivers of blood. Yeah. So now uh, you're hearing me talking again, and this is recorded six hours after I had originally started recording. As you know, you just get caught up, and all of a sudden. You know, the kids want to go trick-or-treating, and then the nephews want to go trick-or-treating, and then you have to paint your face, and you got to do all kinds of shit, you know what I'm saying? So, Dig, we, uh, we're live. Anyway, back to the movie review. So, basically, Faces of Death is probably one of the most infamous films in the history of film. More controversial than Mondo Kane, in a sense, whereas Mondo Kane was exploited and perver- exploitive and perverted. Straight faces of death is just straight up exploitive and violent, 
gruesome violence, nasty shit. Now, my my in general take on it, personally, we all have movies that break us. You know what I'm saying? And this is no exception for me. You know what I mean? I think this one takes the cake, at least even back in my early life, even now, you know what I'm saying? Because it just seems to me that, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't, sorry, I'm eating pizza. <laughs> I don't mean to be rude, but, hey, you know what? This isn't any more ruder than the people that are standing in line on their cell phones. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, dig. So, so this movie pretty much broke me when I first watched it. It desensitized me completely. I didn't really even know what to think afterwards. And then I started thinking about the movie. And since then, it's kind of been like a Halloween tradition for me to watch it. And every year, I watch it. And... And every time I watch it, come to the true realization that, you know, it's just how you say. Anyway, come to the realization that there's always going to be a scene in the movie that bothers me more than the rest. You know what I'm saying? So you might be thinking, well, Joey, what, what scene would that be? And when I first saw it, it was a slaughterhouse scene. When I saw it, the second time it was a sex cult because I thought they were so stupid. And then, of course, the monkey brain and all that other bullshit. But what did it for me this time? Well, here's an interesting one. It's not even a graphic scene. It's just kind of like, dude, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? The scene in question is the scene when the hitman is talking to the camera. And he's all like, yeah, so... uh I kill people for a living and shit, motherfucker. And uh, if you don't like it, I'll kill you. I'm thinking to myself, why would a hitman, even if he covers his own face, why would he be advertising himself this way? You know what I'm saying? It bothered me by for so much, for so many reasons as well. Then I took it into reconsideration. Uh, I took in. I took it into consideration. I should say. That if you ever heard the hip hop conspiracy about Jerry Heller, that his name Jerry Heller, the guy that, the fat guy on the movie, uh, what's that one, Straight Outta Compton, played by jo- Paul Giamatti, that guy. All right, so apparently his character was, uh, according to the conspiracy iceberg, he was he hired a hitman that fit the same description as the hitman that we saw on Faces of Death. You know what I'm saying? And whether it's true or not, I don't know. But it is kind of interesting. I, I It bothers me because I'm just saying, you know, it seems kind of stupid for a guy to just be like, oh, yeah, look at me. I'm going to kill people. This is how I kill people. Check out how I shoot these watermelons. That could be your head, motherfucker. <laughs> so, on the scale of the Kane is Dead program, what do I give it? Well... I'll give you a little history on how I rated this film in the beginning. Back in the day, like a lot of people, I thought this was real. There are scenes where you can see that they're staged. Okay, I'll give it that. 
But even then, you got to remember that they got to bump up production quality because they didn't have a lot to work with in the 70s. So you could discount that, right? Mostly, sort of. Yeah. Now, back then when I thought it was real, I wouldn't give a rating because for some reason for me, it's unconstitutional (laughs) to um, rate death films. You know what I'm saying? It just seems wrong. It's like rating porno. You know what I mean? I don't see the point in it, but people will do it. So, I would... I would never rate it, but now I'm going to rate it. I gave it a... Indecisive rating. That's a new one. Sure, I enjoy it for what it's worth, but I don't necessarily think I enjoy it that much. You know what I mean? As I'm getting older, you know, it's just now it's a Halloween tradition. So should I? I don't even know what to say. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things where it's like, man, no, I don't know. I don't hate it, but I'm not going to go out of my way to watch it, you know, on any other day or any other month, I should say. So with that said, I give it a indecisive rating because it just seems like, you know, I could give give or take. So that's my take on Faces of Death. And with that said, we're going to play you another song. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to play y'all. Oh, yeah. Okay, here we go. I'm going to play y'all the latest, one of the latest from Acid Witch. Because you guys know it's not the Kane is Dead program Halloween special if I don't play at least one Acid Witch song. And this is the Acid Witch song that I decided to play. This song is called Jennifer. It's off the spooky EP compilation thing that they, number two, that they had released prior to this with Nunslaughter, I believe. I'm not 100% sure. Anyway, it's a concept EP. Oh, excuse me. It's a concept EP, you get the idea. Anyway, here we go, Acid Witch with Jennifer.
You know what? It wouldn't be Halloween Kane is Dead style if I didn't show some love to my stoners. This one's for you guys. That was Acid Witch, and the song was called Jennifer, followed by Totally You, The Monster Hash. You know what I'm saying? I can't I can't go a Halloween special without playing that song. You guys know that already. If you don't like it, well, that's too bad. <laughs> but yeah, you know what I'm saying? I dig it, you might dig it. If not, well, you know, I mean, you just wasted a couple of minutes of your life. But hey, you know, you're listening to me, so, you know, you're already wasting a lot of time if you were listening to this shit, you know what I'm saying? But dig, here we go. The next, what do you call that, review I'm doing is the big one. This is the biggest, this is the ultimate horror movie in my fucking opinion. You motherfuckers know it, I know it, you all know it. I don't know if y'all love it, but you know, it's it's to me it still tops everything and anything that's ever been made. Believe that. Not a lot of people know I mean not a lot of people 
I know a lot of people that haven't sat through the whole damn thing. That's how fucked up it is. We're talking, of course, about The Exorcist. Now, The Exorcist goes as follows. A little girl named Reagan, about 12 years old, living with her mom. Her mom's a Hollywood, a Hollywood mom, uh, fucking bye-bye Miss Beverly Hills type, you know what I'm saying? Rich woman living in this thing. You know what I'm saying? At the same time, we meet a priest who... I think I lost the faith. <laughs> anyway, this all goes as follows. It, it follows after a trip to Egypt, I believe. I don't know. It's been a while. I don't even remember. But I remember the priest walks up a hill or a mountain or whatever the hell it is. Or the pyramid, for all I know. And atop of it lies a black statue of Pazuzu. One of the most malevolent forces in the demonic world. That motherfucker is up there. And he's already driving people mad. Come back to America. We see the priest man going through his freaking religious crisis. We see the religious fucking vandalism and all kinds of shit going on. Meanwhile, this little girl named Reagan is... Uh, oh, I mean, for the most part, she's innocent enough. And then her body starts going through some changes. She starts having odd seizure type things contorting her body. And so on and so forth. Ultimately, ultimately, it leads to her being possessed by the demonic Pazuzu. Leading to a cryptic and horrifying battle between God and Pazuzu. And Satan, basically. This horrific battle is extremely violent, extremely gory, extremely disgusting, and yet it still remains top-notch, the number one fucking horror flick ever made. I mean, do I even have to get into detail on what the hell this girl does with her body? Remember what she did with the crucifix? Okay, that's fucking horrifying. Even now, I'm just gagging, thinking about... <laughs> thinking about what she did with that shit, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and that's just... Ugh. But the dialogue within and everything leading up to the possession is just so cryptic and blasphemous and hateful. And the mom, being the, the, the old school Karen type, she didn't really give a fuck anyways. Until her fucking daughter started attacking people. One of the most graphic scenes in this movie, I gotta admit, is when they throw her on that, that operating, though, that testing table thing. And she's all like, no, fuck you, get off me, you motherfucker. I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. And the doctor, you just see the doctor just shove that syringe in her throat. Oh, God. Ugh. Man. Horrifying, to say the least. Now, with that said, I got to say that this is pretty intense. It's, it's still intense today as it was back in the day. And it probably, you know, it still shakes up the, the religious community through and through, to be honest with y'all. Because, well because who the hell was ready for this you know what i mean name three people that were ready for this and i'll shut the fuck up you know what i'm saying but dig yeah it was uh it's been it's a really fucking horrible 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 yet almost required experiences when it comes down to the horror game Sure, we got nowadays the Blair Witch Project, and don't not to mention all the non-stop lesbians and horror flicks that seem to have to be shoehorned into every horror flick ever made. Sure, we got all that shit. Yeah, fine, whatever. But at the same time, it got taken with effect. This movie had way harsher an effect than anything. It fucked up people back then, it fucks up people now. 
You know, I remember the first time I watched this thing. My my, it left me shook, but not as much as I thought it would. It was like I was like maybe about eleven or twelve when I first saw it. I was watching it in the dark. I had my family watching it with me, and the younger ones is funny because you know where we were sitting at in the living room, right there is where the the dining room's at. Right, my mom was sewing, and <laughs> when she was sewing, the younger siblings were sitting near the light. You know, because they were freaked the fuck out. And the movie didn't even get into the worst parts yet. And then when they saw the worst scenes, well, let's just say it wasn't as forgiving. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, the movie. All right, here's how it goes. My take on it, fucking fantastic. To this day, I still think it's the best one ever made. Uh, Damien, Omen, all that shit. Eh, yeah, cool, whatever. But something about this being so gritty and gross and riveting and... You know you're not you know it's the it's the type of thing you get when like you know you're not supposed to be watching it but you're doing it anyways and you kind of feel like a putz for not you know what i mean but yeah fucking yeah that's how it went man and uh whew, yeah even today i just it leaves me shook uh it, it doesn't have the same effect on me as begotten because begotten i still can't sit through it i get nauseous when i'm watching begotten a lot of people don't get that a lot of people say oh joey it's not even that bad dude Fuck you guys, you know what I mean? Because honestly, you don't know the effect it has on me. So how the fuck can any of you tell me that I'm a puss or whatever for for this movie? You know what I'm saying? That's just me. No offense. But anyways, yeah, so fucking hey, we uh yeah. I I still watch it once in a big while. Once in a blue moon, you know what I mean? But I have to watch the director's cut. It just feels so incomplete when you watch the director's cut versus the the theatrical cut, you know what I'm saying? And when you see that, like, oh, excuse me, uh, excuse me, sorry, I burped, damn pizza. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, you see that shit, and you're like, wow, this is this is this is fucked up. This is really fucked up. Then I looked over at my brother, and he's like, I go, man, this is fucked up. And he goes, yeah, man, it's fucking bullshit. Nah, <laughs> if you know anything about ECW, you'll probably get a kick out of that reference. But if you don't, then well, fuck you if you don't. <laughs> All the while, you know what I mean? Historically, like I said, historically, this movie has fucked people up. I remember my my mom told me that the first time she saw it, she was driving home and she swears that she, at one point when she was going downhill, she said that the car flew and, and they were at the other side of the intersection. I don't know how the hell that happened, but believe me, I come from a long line of guilty Catholics, so I wouldn't put it past it, you know what I mean? Whether it really happened or not, I wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? I was negative. Let's see. I was negative 18. Yeah, I was negative 18 when that movie came out. So, you know, and then my mom was still young and doing her thing. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, man. It's really. And then my dad told me that they watched it at the drive-in, and he had already seen it before. And he said that he knew. He already knew about the theatrical cut versus the uh, the director's cut. And he seen both of them when they first came out. You know what I mean? So first he watched The Exorcist with my my with my aunt, my tia, if you will. And um, he said that they left shook, but it wasn't like 100% shook. You know what I mean? Then they saw the director's cut, and they were still shook. They did, though. They were then shook, I should say. And he told me about one instance where my grandma had a boyfriend, and um, my aunt was looking over at him. 
and she just makes a mean face and she starts uh pointing a knife not that she doesn't stab herself but just you know pointing the knife like if she's gonna do what reagan did with the uh, crucifix you know what i'm saying he just did that so he could just so, so, so they could freak him out and he got freaked out he wanted to believe in grandma <laughs> but besides that you know what i'm saying this this is a <laughs> this is a doozy dude this is a really fucking crazy movie uh he also told me about one instance that him and you know later on him and the girl that he was seeing they went to go watch it at the drive-in and they're all he said him his friends and his girlfriend and all them they were all into it except him except my dad because my dad was like i already seen it it doesn't really do anything for me now but he said that they were all into it into the movie jaws dropped just like oh my god what the hell's gonna happen next type shit you know what i'm saying and what winds up happening my dad's go my dad says he yells out something i don't know something to the effect of do we do we need more popcorn do we need more pop or something like that everybody freaked out then they all started throwing shit at him as he started running away <laughs> oh man that was some good shit but anyways yeah the exorcist top-notch horror uh fucking a i can't i can't speak highly enough of it I know nowadays most people, especially the horror hounds or whatever, you motherfucker, gore hounds, if you will, you motherfuckers have this whole superficial potential pretentiousness that tells y'all, ah, oh, the exorcist is overrated. But you motherfuckers think everything's overrated. Like uh, WWE, uh, here's a here's a fair argument that a lot of these motherfuckers put out now. Uh, WWE's overrated. Why don't you just watch real wrestling like AEW? Progressive, it's funny because a progressive company, it claims to be, uh, all kinds of cool shit, whatever, yeah, yeah, diverse, all this other shit. Turns out at one point, all their champions were white. I'm not gonna have a problem with that. I don't have an issue with, you know, whatever, you know what I mean? Because I, you know, this might be racist to some of you fuckheads, but I honestly think that Randy Orton was a better champion than Bobby Lashley. That's just my opinion. Mostly because. Randy Orton can play the heel better than anyone since Triple H. You know what I'm saying? But that's a whole different argument. And for those of you who don't watch wrestling, you won't get my references. And that's fine, too. But I'm just saying, you know, thing is, yeah. Anyway, Exorcist, top-notch horror. Check it out if you haven't seen it. And if you have seen it, let me know what you really thought about it. Because I could see a lot of y'all saying it was boring, it was gross, it was, you know, whatever. I can understand that, but I would really love to get your guys' opinion on that shit. Because, honestly, to me, it, like I said, it still ranks up. And it still holds up really good. You know what I'm saying? So, with that said, I'm going to play you guys a track right quick. I'm going to play you uh, an old school, another old school track from back in the day. This is uh, back in 07, I believe. 06, 07, when SKR had just started. SKR Will Rise, as it was put back in the day. Satanic dropped this song with Relic 781 and the song is called um, SKR Halloween and it's uh, it's very old school it fits everything it's a little gross okay I'll admit but you know the shit is you know it's the one time of the year for me like you know I told y'all it's the most wonderful time of the year you know what I mean why do you think I put out so many fucking episodes <laughs> anyway, uh, excuse me. anyway here we go with SKR Halloween
Here's another review for y'all, okay? Uh, this is actually... Uh, I spent the last almost 24 hours listening to it just to give you guys an honest review. Now, it wouldn't be uh, fucking... Uh, it wouldn't be anything if I didn't talk about Hollow Wicked. First off, whoop, whoop to all the homies out there that are in Detroit right now doing the Hollow Wicked shit, you know what I'm saying? I hope y'all having a fucking blast right now. I wish I could be there, but hey, you know what? Maybe next year, right? Anyway, so... It was said, and whatever, all that stuff, said and done, that Yum Yum Bedlam was going to come out on Hollow Wicked, and it did. I listened to it, like I said, roughly for the last 24 hours. I'm going to give you guys my honest opinion on the record. Now, before we get into anything, 
If you're going to be one of those guys that's going to listen to this and basically say, well, you fuckers just want Papa Joe, a.k.a. Violent J, to have another win, even if he forces it like this. If you're going to be one of those guys, I suggest you fuck off and stop listening altogether now. I don't need that shit right now. Okay. Secondly, I wish I could play one of the songs from the record, but I can't, you know, because they've revised these fucking, what do you call that? They always revise these rules on like what and what you can't play. Even though on the first Halloween special, I did play Dead Pumpkins. It was one of the opening tracks, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, so I, I wish I can play it, but I'm not going to chance it. I like having this show and I love ICP. Although I don't even think ICP themselves will have an issue with me playing one song. But we're not going to run that risk. Sorry. Sorry to let you down. So if you're let down about that, I thoroughly apologize. I'm going to play a metal track instead in its place. Uh, that still captures the Halloween feel, but not the Halloween feel, sadly. All right. So here we go. It starts off, you know, the intro is very cryptic. It's almost sensual. I'll give it that, man. It's really like you hear uh, Yum Yum speak and she talks very seductively. And that's the part of her 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 aura, if you will. She's um, she's a seductress, seductress. And she's just straight up there doing her thing and to lure you to her. And then she's going to fuck you up for good. Now, the songs that follow are, you know, you know, it's let's see. Sorry. OK, here comes the carnival. That's a, OK. So I'll give you all the track list one intro then when there's here comes the carnival then wretched clown and then there's clown dripping gangsta code queens panic attack fuck regret insomnia heart and soul featuring Vinny, that guy from sponge i don't know if you guys remember him uh don't touch the flowers slapping up bitch i'm fine carnival of lights ain't no time and then some something to see now the song ain't no time features a band called roadside ghost and it's pretty cool the rest of the tracks i gotta admit there are they have a reminiscent feel i'll give it that it's new but it's more like in the sense of like uh bang pow boom not you know it's not overly aggressive but it can be be at times and the the lyrics are you know they can be a little intense at times specifically on songs like you know the drunk and the addict where basically jay and shaggy talk about their drug use and their alcoholism uh feel free to see which one identifies to what you know <laughs> but anyways yeah so we got that and then we got you know a lot, lot of the same message you know don't fucking live in regret quit holding yourself back that's the main message you know since like fred fury same thing you know but fred fury was more about getting fucked up over the stupid regrets you have whereas this one it's more based on the regrets you may get if that makes any sense but yeah basically here we go uh Wretched was the first single off the record, and if you haven't, and if you haven't, go check out the music video, because it's ex- extremely creepy and Violent J is fucking scary in that video. I'm not gonna lie, man. I've been I've been down forever, you know. What I mean, well, for the last 22 years, and this is for once, you know, for once J actually comes off as extremely fucking evil. Believe that, and it's a good change, you know what I mean? It's a good, not a change, but you know, it's a good, you know change of pace i suppose then you know we got gangster code and then queens and then the panic attack all pretty much dealing with the same you know thing you know 
the same formula that ICP has. Queens is basically honoring, you know, what a queen should be re revered as. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. You know what I mean? It's really fun. The whole record is really fun. I got to give it that. Uh, my favorite song off of it, though, is Insomnia and Slapnut. But I want to give you guys a, a pretty uh, in-depth review, I guess. You know what I'm saying? For starters, I want to talk about how the record is... Um, it's, it's very well produced but the funniest thing is there's a lot of people that got the the snippets and they were the well the yeah the sampler and they were bitching about it already saying that the songs are all all over the place and i'm like oh god here we go see that's the funny thing about juggalos is that icp can go through and through and all this other bullshit give us everything we ever asked for and they'll still be bitching about it case in point when ICP put out the merch for the gathering, people were bitching about how cheaply made the, the hats were. And I'm like, mm, okay, whatever, man. <laughs> I'm not going to argue with it, you know what I mean? Because it's just, it's pointless. But yeah, so anyways, we, let's see. Throughout the record, there's a lot of references and samples of the first, uh, the first six. You know, like the juggler. And then we got like Dead Body Man and, and then a couple of other things. And like uh, the Ray, we're not sorry if we tricked you. They used that again, which I thought was pretty creative. Uh, all in all, I got to say it for what it's worth. I say go for it because it's, you know, we don't know when we're going to get another ICP record. So although we were prior to this, we had that teaser called uh, Yum Yum's Lure. And then, after the uh, same thing, when they had made mention of it, they said that each of the little, um, I don't even know what the hell to call them, buds? Yeah, the little buds that are hanging off a of Yum Yum. There's three of them, and all three of them are going to have their own little EP that's going to come out in the future as well. Now, when we're talking about the merch game, they already released jerseys, sweaters, tank tops you know stuff for girls too you know uh t-shirts all that stuff you know what i mean uh and i pre-ordered a t-shirt that was it's supposed to feature the art of tom wood and what it basically is is like no the shirt hasn't been revealed yet so nobody knows what it looks like i'm gonna try to keep my eyes off of social media so if i don't get it you know soon i'm gonna you know you know, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to a surprise Along with that, it comes with the CD itself So I'm looking forward to that uh, We don't know when it's going to be released Apparently, it was only up for pre-order For the the 48 hour, or 72 hours that it was mentioned About two weeks ago on a Friday night So there's something to look forward to there And of course, you know, they got a lot of beanies They got a lot of shit coming out with this record So more than what they have for Fred Fury I think, I think, you know what I mean? Because I think Fred Fury only had like a handful of t-shirts and hats and beanies and what have you. So do I, what do I give this record? I gave it a solid, I give it a solid great. It's not perfect. Uh, Violent J does a lot of screaming in this record too. It's almost, and it's weird because Jay actually, in one song, Jay actually channels his inner Eddie Vedder and actually harmonizes and sings and all that other shit in on one single track which 
quite frankly was one of the better tracks one of the best tracks on the record you know what i mean the the, the record doesn't suck I'll, I'll say that much and i know like i said earlier there's gonna be you fucking assholes that are gonna be like oh you just blah 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 twisted made a better record i don't give a fuck about twisted anymore seriously they they're always doing some whole ass shit kicking people out for chanting out icp i know it's petty to do that but still i mean you gotta be the bigger man but then again what do i expect from a bunch of assholes who did the whole fucking what do you call that shit diet lotus you know what i'm saying if you're gonna be diet lotus then quite frankly you know fuck off same thing with the riders diet riders fucking all that shit i it was at that point where Light and Ouija's project seemed to be a better idea than the Diet Riders. It's just my opinion, you know what I mean? And like I said, you know, they're always on some whole shit. I'm sorry to say it, but it's true. Twisted, I'll never support them ever again. I'm sorry I ever did to begin with. I thought they were going to be cool, but they're always on some petty shit. They can go fuck themselves and their Fright Fest can go fuck off. Honestly, y'all, M&E fuckers can fuck yourself straight up. Blaze, too. I was a big fan of Blaze, your dead homie, and he did some whole shit. They're all on some whole shit, so fuck them. But back to ICP. Yeah, so I give this record a solid, yeah, a great rating. Uh, check it out if you get a chance. I think most Juggalos will appreciate it, but I'm not, not going to guarantee shit. Because the moment you start uh, fucking recommending shit, motherfuckers is going to uh, take it and run. You know what I'm saying? Then they're going to be like, oh, he said that this album was good, but I heard it and it sucks shit. Fuck that record and fuck that guy. Well, there you go. <laughs> so, yeah. Yum Yum's Bedlam. I dig it. You might dig it. I'm not going to guarantee shit, but at the same time, I'm not going to say it was a horrible record either. Case in point, I went into uh, Fearless Fred Fury not really even having any kind of clue what the hell was going to be played on there and then when i got it i was pleasantly surprised by everything i heard on there go figure you know what i'm saying i don't hate it and i don't think any of y'all should hate it but then again you know juggalos are like well stupid euphemism i was gonna say juggalos are like wrestling fans but most juggalos are wrestling fans and we tend to have a horrible opinion about everything if it doesn't work out the way we do even if it means insulting the people we love that's why Violent J gets so much hate these days. You know what I mean? I never had a problem with him, but a lot of people have a fucking opinion on him. I remember going to the Great Malenko tour and some would-be rapper from out here in AZ. I'm not going to say his name, but let's just say he claims to be of the dirt. Pretty sure you guys can put that together. He claims to be of the dirt. He was one of the opener. Actually, he was the opening act. And then his microphone got cut off. I'm not going to say his name, but you guys know who I'm talking about. His wife is outside the concert screaming at the top of her lungs. Violent J is still a faggot. I'm like, then why the fuck are you assholes here? Go fucking suck Jamie Madrox's dick while Monoxide videotapes you. And when the fuck did Monoxide get a foot fetish? I never even had any clue of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Now I think I got to change my kink. Because if, if, that's, if that's the one connection I have with that fuck face... I really don't want it. I'm going to start being into armpits. So, ladies, send your fucking pictures of your armpits or your buttholes. <laughs> nah, I kid. I kid. Nah, but dig, though. Uh, check it out. I think you might like it. So, for now, I'm going to play you guys a song from Macabre Demise. This is a, uh, uh, like I said earlier, it's a death metal song. You might like it. And if you don't, well, just skip forward about five minutes 
because right now I'm going to uh, do the uh, most memorable school year I was uh, I was in third grade. I'm going to tell you guys about my most memorable Halloween, which happened that year. So if you want to hear that, skip the next five minutes if you don't want to hear the metal song.
right, if you're hearing this right now, we're about to get deep. I don't think I'll get emotional with this one. But then again, you never know. <laughs> but before we get into that, you're going to hear me pour a drink. All right, we got the cup right here. Pour that in there. And I think, I think this goes first. Yeah, it looks like this goes first. Look how gross that sounds. Okay. Toss that somewhere. Okay. This is the premix. I guess. I don't know. Stir, 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 stir that bitch up. Hopefully it won't come back up. Oh man, that's spicy. All right, let's see this right here. I'm gonna crack this open if you can hear it. This one's for y'all. One second. It's very slippery. There we go. Open. Please don't tell me you're frozen too. Because if you are, I'm gonna be very disappointed. Let's see. Put that right there. This over there. I'm probably pouring it way too fast. <laughs> and actually, it's coming up really level, so... And I guess we stir more. And have our initial sip. Okay, it's still frozen. Holy shit. <sighs> And spicy. Holy fuck. Four. And enjoy, I guess. Alright. So I'm going to let that sit there for a while because it's still somewhat frozen. But we're going to get into deep. Now, my most memorable memory, I guess, when it comes down to Halloween. We have them all, don't we? We all do. From the blah 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 to the blah 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 to the blah 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 excuse me that thing gave me a hiccup holy shit so we got all that going back in the year 2000 I believe yes I was in third grade I think everything ties together like I said but anyways I was in third grade and we were doing our thing. We were we were in class passing out candies. And yeah. So we were giving away candies and shit like that. Having fun with the holiday. When all of a sudden friggin' I ran out of candy before I got around to giving to everybody. Uh, peace You know what I'm saying So you know what I did I went into my bucket Took out the candy from there And there we go it's Problem solved So I thought They come up to me And they're like Hey yo How come you don't have any candy And I go Oh no I didn't, I don't, I, I'm, I'm supposed to be watching my weight You know what I mean So I can't be eating candy So I gave it away Teacher goes into the back room Like the little teacher's on the thing And she gives me a king size Snickers bar And I was the happiest kid on her 
the end. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> It was the most memorable fucking Halloween for me. Because later that day, we were in class. Uh, we were, uh, we had gotten home. And I was still in full costume. That's how excited I used to get. I mean, I still get excited for Halloween, obviously. But, you know, that's how excited I was back then. I was so excited because we had gone to school. And then after lunch, we had put on our costumes. So excited then that I didn't even take it off for the rest of the day. Later on that day, we watched, when I came home, we watched Hocus Pocus, which I'm still not a huge fan of, believe it or not. And then after that, we watched a movie called, oh, Freddy Krueger Part 2, uh, Freddy's Revenge. No, yeah, Freddy's Revenge? I don't know. The one with the school bus. You know, the intro starts out with the school bus. Yeah, that movie. So we had that going. Then we went trick-or-treating with me, my mom, my siblings, and my cousins. No, my cousins went off by themselves. And I was, you know, with, with the family. I just remember... The funniest thing is, like, you knew wrestling was big at the time. You know what I'm saying? Because there was a house about two blocks away from us... And this house in particular had, it, everything was decorated red, you know, just straight red. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they start playing Kane's theme song. If you guys don't remember Kane, the wrestler, yeah, they start playing his theme song, which I thought was fucking hilarious. And yeah, then you know, of course, other shit went down, and other people went down, and you know, there's a whole bunch of. Shit that started going down. Uh, no candy, sorry. Uh, thank you. Yeah. There was no, you know, there was nothing left. You know what I'm saying? And next thing I know, the shit is like, I don't know. It's funny because I don't know if y'all remember, but back in the day, it seemed like the the adults were really into Halloween as much as we was, and a lot of them were going out of their way to give a bunch of candy to everyone. You know what I'm saying? So. I remember we went to uh, a neighbor's house. And remember those trays? <laughs> like the serving trays that the waiters hold? Like uh, Alfred and them? Yeah. We had a tray filled with Snickers and Twix and all those other candies. And instead of just giving us one, he gave us like a whole freaking tray full. He was happy about it. They were all happy about it. We pretty much walked all over our town basically walked all over it now nobody got tired nobody got sick nobody got anything nobody was hurt nobody went through shit nobody nothing you know what i'm saying it was a killer time we get home everybody's crowded around the tv watching goddamn the i believe it was halloween again i didn't like i didn't like the michael myers movie so i didn't watch it but i remember just sitting there going through my candy and just being as happy as I could be. To be honest with you, I don't quite remember what the hell I was for Halloween that year. But I remember y'all, like I remember y'all telling me, you know, you seem to have dressed up or painted up or whatever every year. This was true. 
I personally, I personally believe that year I was a devil. I could be wrong, but it was a devil with a very realistic face. You know what I'm saying? Like, like uh, Passion of the Christ realistic. <laughs> of course, it was red. You know, I think it was like a biker devil. But anyways, I, I loved it. I cherish that memory. It's not a huge one, but I just cherish it. And, you know, Halloween since then has come and go, you know what I mean? As I got older, I ne- well, first off, I've never, I don't know about you guys, but I've never had that feeling that I was too old to be out. You know what I mean? Like, I had a friend growing up, his name was Adrian. Yeah, I'll say his name because I never, I don't even know if he's still around anymore. That's the kind of shit. We haven't talked since elementary. But I remember asking him, what are you going to do for Halloween? You're going to dress up? And he goes, nah, man. You know, we're going to do, we're going to stay, I'm going to stay home and watch scary movies all night. I got all the Freddy Kruegers, stuff like that. He was so happy. But he wasn't saying he was too old to be trick or treating. He was just saying he had other plans and he was genuine about it. He was always one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life, to be honest with y'all. Like, there's a lot of motherfuckers in the world that fucked me over and shit. If I could meet this guy again, I would love to meet him again, to be honest with y'all. Very cool guy. But anyways, and he's probably still cool today, wherever he's at. But anyways, so, again, you know, we were about 10 years old. There was other ones like, nah, I'm too old to be going now. I'm like, we're 10, fuckface. We're only going to be young once, for Christ's sake. You know what I'm saying? This shit ain't going to last. And once we get old and we start having kids of our own, well... Let's just say things aren't going to be what they used to. But yeah, the the whole thing, we were said to be too old to be doing this shit. And I'm thinking to myself, why are we too old to be doing it? Little did we know, less than 20 years later, a lot of us were going to be having kids, shit like that. You know what I mean? And it's not a form of regret because I don't really have any regrets about Halloween I always love Halloween more than anything <coughs> anything in the world always meant <coughs> the world to me sorry I'm coughing like a motherfucker let's see where, where was I going with this I, I'm sorry I had to take a pause because something like the sirens were going on and you know I don't like that sound at least when I'm recording I don't like it being heard but anyways so yeah that's uh basically my deep memory you know what i mean one of my favorite memories of the the halloween past and and whatnot i mean it's not it's not like epic or whatever but it's still a pleasant memory at least you can say that for once i'm not talking in pure negativity right right okay that's not going to be an excuse for me not to talk negativity for the rest of the the year (laughs) but yeah dig so i was just saying you know Nowadays, you know, it's not that, I don't know. I guess it's just the fact that COVID has fucked everything up for us as a, as families, as friends. You know, it used to be you had to worry about the sick fucker that was drugging the candies, you know what I mean? Or putting razor blades in whatever, you know what I mean? Used to be. Nowadays... It's just straight. There's too much stigmatization with a lot of the Halloween traditions. You know, the blue buckets. I mean, okay, 
the thing is a lot of like i'm not trying to sound rude or whatever but a lot of the the blue bucket controversy that's going down comes from overprotective parents and yeah you should be overprotective you don't want anything to happen to your kids i respect that okay don't fucking think i'm telling you you're an idiot for doing so but at the same time you got to take into effect your child's uh well-being their welfare you know what i mean like you know maybe on their birthday they can act out a little bit or whatever halloween let's say that they want to be spooky scary skeleton they want to run around and be crazy you know what i mean granted yeah you got to keep an eye on them a little bit more but at the same time doesn't it bring you a smile knowing that your kid whether it's your son or your daughter or whatever is having a blast you know doesn't that fucking warm your heart or is it just all stigma now you know you have to be whatever because and i understand you don't want to get your kids to get hurt but in all honesty it's just kind of i don't know i don't even know what to talk about like to think of it you know what i mean i'll give you an example my nephew a couple years back my nephews were uh what's it called because you know they're I don't want to give too much away, but anyways, they're in the same circle in school that they are outside of school. Uh, basically, they're the same age. Okay, so for Halloween in 2013, after we all watched the Lost Boys together, they were the Frog Brothers. There were Edgar, and I forgot the other guy's name. Edgar and Alan. Yeah, Edgar Allen Frog. <laughs> and they were. The thing is, because they have a social circle with their friends and all that a lot of their friends heard that they were going to be and apparently this movie's been circulating pretty well because all they they all knew what to do so the boys are dressed up like little soldier guys with stakes and freaking bandanas and all that and the holy water balloons all that stuff right uh as it turns out the friends that they have which is a good was a good chunk of them they were going around school no not school out here they were they were dressed up as vampires. Some of them more traditional, some of them more like, you know, Lost Boy style, you know, punk rocker, heavy metal heads and all that shit. Heavy metal heads. What the fuck am I talking about? I'm a metalhead, fuck. What the fuck's wrong with you? Ah, fuck you, Joey. <laughs> Anyways. You know, they were playing the part. They were running around the streets. They were walking the streets, right? They see one of them and they all start pretend fighting, you know, like, ah, you know, vampire hunter, you know, shit like that. They were having fun. Okay. And the thing is, now I don't even think they can get away with that. There's so much stigma, so much stupid shit. A kid can't be a kid no more. It's like what jo- Carlin said, you know, the whole disgusting nature that, okay, yeah, I love my kids, whatever. But some people take it way too far. And it's sad, really. I mean, I can only imagine, you know, when I, when I reach my teens, I can only imagine what life would have been like had like my 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 mom or my dad telling me that i couldn't go trick-or-treating by myself i wound up doing it anyways but still you know what i mean i remember i don't know one year i couldn't find shit to wear so i put on some jeans and my dad's blue shirt and i was a mechanic (laughs) you know what i mean and uh a dear friend of mine who also loved halloween as much as i do he's no longer with us passed away in 2017 he um, he used to love Halloween as much as we did. We do. 
every year he would always make it a point to come out to our house and get candy from us. <laughs> the thing is, he was a bigger guy, you know what I mean? And he always, I don't know why, but he always loved wearing red polo shirts. <laughs> and every year, he always wore that same shirt. And you ask him, what are you supposed to be? And he would just stand there very proud. I am a preppy. <laughs> I love it. I love that guy. I love I still love him today. Big old dude, bigger heart. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not going to talk about the day he died. I'm just going to talk about them Halloweens we spent together. Just walking up and down the street, just creating nonsense, just talking loud, being crazy, being brash. Just straight up. Now, he was already older than us He was uh, I think he was like four years older than me Well he was four years old What the fuck is wrong with me God damn it Joey You're not even drunk yet you idiot Anyway He's older than me And at 17 when I was like 13 He was just having a blast Yelling out Laughing Just doing fun shit You know And Yeah Even before he passed away You know he before he passed away, he had a lot of health issues, so we didn't see him much on Halloween afterwards. But I remember one of the last times, him and my brother were... I, I didn't go with them to Halloween because I hurt my knee. So him and my brother went out trick-or-treating together with, with his, you know, his family and all that. He said they're at the park singing horrible, horrible th uh, songs, you know, just to get people mad. And they were, and it was working. And it's just... A lot of fun and to this day I still think about him every day he mean he's always he always will mean a lot to me believe that he's just uh he's not here no more and, and that's that's the fucking how I gotta live with you know and um without getting into too much detail the day he left us His mom and his wife went with him too. Such a surreal moment because I was there when it happened. I was working when it happened. <clears throat> and it happened about a block away from where I worked at. Scary shit, man. To this day, I remember because leading before that, where me and my brother had made plans where we were going to go see ICP at the Great Malenko Tour. The Great Malenko Anniversary Tour. This was back in 2017. And we we basically, you know, it's... After his death, I just kind of didn't want to go to that show. <clears throat> anyway, back to what I was saying. Sorry, I had to take a brief break. But, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't want to go to the Malenko Tour after he had passed away. Simply due to the fact that, you know... It didn't feel right. Even though he wasn't a juggalo, it just didn't feel right. <clears throat> and as it turns out that I thought about it, and about a week before, because I, I already had, you know, reserved for the meet and greet and all that other shit. But then I thought about it, and I said to myself, I think the big guy would have wanted me to have a good time. Because that's what he was all about. He was all about having a great time. He... he he rarely did we ever see him cry or anything like that. He was always just a big old happy guy. You know what I'm saying? And that's what 
That's what I always gonna remember from him. So, come the night of the show, you know, it was ICP puts on that. Well, I mean, it's the Bray Malenko song. You know, <clears throat> the whole thing, the whole album. And ICP puts on the song "Pass Me By" at the very end, and I got a little emotional because the song. If you never heard that song, it's basically about dying and going to heaven. And you're looking down at your friends. And as a dead person, looking down on everybody who knew you, you're trying to figure out why they're so sad. <clears throat> while you, while they're living it up, never having to worry about being sick or any of that stuff. Never forget that. I, I cried a little bit. Uh, well, a lot of it. <laughs> I was on stage with ICP and this, the song was playing... You know, thank the fuck Christ that, you know, the Fago was just raining all over the place because, honestly, it hid my tears. But on a positive note, the night I went and the, and the, and the, and the fall time that I lost my best friend, I gained three new ones. And although their lives are separate from mine, we don't interact as much. Let's just say the same happy feeling I get, I used to get from my best friend, I get from them now. Even if we don't ever interact as much as we should. If that makes any sense. So I'm gonna leave you guys with this. Uh, uh, you know, you know the deal. Twofer. <laughs> Didn't give
get much sleep last night, but that's alright I'm about to be a trendsetter and reach new heights I've got one in my sight, but I ain't trying to fight To be honest, I'm nervous, anxious, and uptight But no time for that, cause now I'm walking the halls Kids and teachers litter the school, it's almost wall to wall I catch a glimpse of the victim, I make out the call After I yell at his name, my heart begins to fall in my eyes, to my surprise, I walk right up to him, and my pulse begins to rise, hey I've been a bully, and I need to apologize, from under his coat he slit my throat, I met my demise.
And thus concludes the Halloween special of the Kane is Dead program, third annual. Hope you guys liked it. I hope you guys liked it as much as I like recording it. Uh, a couple of shout-outs are in, uh, in uh, well, really, there's just one. Uh, my muse, one of my best friends forever in life, whether we meet here, meet there, or even just thinking back when we went to school together. You know who you are, Kika. You are the, without getting too weird, <laughs> but you are a huge inspiration to me. Uh, whether it's Halloween or not, you, not only are we, you know, we've been friends for a while, and not only this and that, but, you know, we're friends, we're always going to be friends. I got nothing but love for you. You know how I feel towards you. You, you're the one that actually got me out of my funk from last year when I didn't want to record shit. You know what I'm saying? You're the one, basically, you're the October, plus it's your your birthday's coming up, so I can't take that away from you. <laughs> but yeah, you mean a lot to me. As I told you before, you my nigga for life, no matter what. Nothing but love for you, nothing but respect for you, and I hope you had a great Halloween, too. Uh, whatever you're doing, because you always seem to be having a lot of fun doing your thing back there, <laughs> back with your little family and everything. So, nothing but love for you, Geeka. This one's dedicated to you yet again, third time in a row. <laughs> nah, but dig though. Anyways, uh, thank you for listening to the Kane is Dead program. I am your host, Kane is Dead, aka Kane, aka Joey, aka Joey CM, aka Joey C. Molina. It doesn't matter what the fuck you call me because that's who I am. Dig. All right. Uh, Email contact information zemnis1313 at gmail.com. Find me at uh, on Instagram at Kane is Dead. Uh, like I said, I've been on Reddit, I don't really care for it, but whatever, I'm on there. Uh, let's see what else. If you have, if you want my personal information, hit me up, you know where to find me. Uh, and lastly, like I had made mention before, this is going to be the last show for a little while. I'm going to take the next couple weeks off. I got to deal with some family shit. I'm sorry, y'all. But when I come back, I'm going to do the conspiracy episode and I'm going to do the Thanksgiving episode. Then after that, we're going to progress on to bigger and better things, a.k.a. December or even late November. I'm going to start doing like I did with this for October. I'm going to do the same thing for December. And believe me, there's plenty of music and what do you call that shit? Movies to be reviewed. I'm not going to be as vulgar. But I will still be vulgar. Because if I wasn't vulgar, you wouldn't be listening to this shit anyways. Finally, uh, I want to say thank you to everyone who sent in their, their uh, what's it called, movie review request. Uh, Anthony, uh, Battle, Lord Battle, all y'all. You know, you guys all mean a lot to me. Thank you for helping me out on this journey, believe that. Uh, another thank you, a big thank you goes out to all the musicians that I have used their music to play on this show. Without you guys, man, I don't even think the show would be half as good as it is. Well, the show sucks, but the music's great. So until next time, take the next couple weeks off. Uh, I'm going to leave you guys with, uh, again, another <laughs> another Kane is Dead Halloween tradition. I'm going to end it with the song that I play every fucking year, and that is Emotional, I Am Dracula, Dig. I love this song. It's hipster. It's lo-fi whatever you want to call it but i thoroughly love this song and i think you guys should too it's very sweet very kind very fun and on that note 
happy Halloween. I'll see you guys in the future. Till next time, this has been the Kane is Dead program, and we are motherfucking out.
hearing officers, we're going to shoot them. Once you finish your supplement, make sure to send a copy to Detective Sam on his email. We're going to call now. Just 43. in a vehicle, a vehicle's running, says for a Lincoln Navigator, parked in the drive-thru of the McDonald's, Hispanic male wearing a white shirt.
For a while, nothing happened. He was afraid that whoever was singing would hear it and come after them.